Podcasters, get ready for an amazing show. We are bringing the one and only Julie Deem on the show because networking, as I stress each episode, has led me to today's incredible guest. Both years I attended PodFest, it brought me to such great people, either directly or indirectly, which has happened here today. We are traveling from Tampa to Indiana to bring you an all things podcasting episode as Julie began podcasting back in 2018. Soon enough, she mastered the process. In the beginning of 2020, she decided to launch her company, The Business Podcast Editor, to help thousands of podcasters scale and succeed. She offers production editing services designed to save you time, and I've seen she's even expanded on this on LinkedIn in her business. She does even more. But be sure to check out and scroll down in the show description for her show, United State of Women. She has a lot to offer on that show. She's doing great things. But be sure to stick around to this week's Spotlight Story a little later on. Since we have Julie here, I think we should dive into an article I found online from Entrepreneur's Database titled, The Basics of Podcasting and How It Can Help Grow Your Business to Everyone Out There Who Is Looking for a New Way to Extend Their Brand. I think podcasting is a great fit. It's helped me. It's helped Julie. So everyone, welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down with the founder of a company or brand each week since December 2019. And with that, let's welcome Julie. Julie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I want to be like, woo, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, we're diving right into this, Julie. Here on That Entrepreneur Show, I love to help our audience learn from your experiences, learn from all the ups and downs in entrepreneurship. Today, we're going to have a special hyper-focus on podcasting, but let's track back I mentioned you started your business three years ago. Let's talk about why you became an entrepreneur. It's so weird to think it's been three years, right? I'm thinking about I'm that. Flying. Time is flying. And I'm so grateful to podcasting for many things and especially my business because, you know, when the world shut down, I was a massage therapist by trade. And to think about massage therapy and, and the 2020 and all things that were going on with the pandemic, I wasn't actually able to physically do my job and maintain the six feet of distance. And yeah. many service providers were just kind of sitting around. They were going to collect unemployment. They were just going to write it out. And I remember thinking like the first week in, like, mm, I'm not just going to be able to sit and hang out. Like, what can I do? And so that forced me to really do a deep dive. And I'm a big fan of journaling. Um, and through journaling, I, I discovered that, you know what, I had a, another skill set that I didn't think I could really use to help people. And that was my skills as a podcaster and a podcast editor. I decided to look around online at that time. People were quickly pivoting to Zoom to to do things in terms of content creation. And Zoom was kind of the hot spot for interviewing, connection, networking, all things. And I thought, you know what, there's a lot of people in the self-improvement coaching industry who are looking for ways to get their voice out there. Maybe they want to start a podcast. Maybe I can make some money. Um, even if everything goes back to normal in two weeks, like we're all thinking, um, I will still have this as something that I can lean on in the event that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Podcasting is great for many reasons, I said. And so, Indiana, let's talk about some of those COVID restrictions. You just mentioned they were a bit strict. Here in Florida, I feel like I was in a different country than many other states. I was back working my part-time at the time as a restaurant and I think five weeks after the pandemic started. Let's talk about a little what you had to battle the adversity you faced. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had 
I had a daytime job working at a, a chain massage practice. And then I also had a private massage studio. And both of them, it was kind of interesting because the building where I was renting from had um, mask mandates, but they also had distance. You know, the distance thing was the hardest thing. Like, I think for, oh, for probably wow. like six to eight weeks, they were like, you don't want to be any, you know, six. How do you maintain six feet of distance and massage somebody? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's not possible. Yeah, because I think that was like probably the most difficult. Like even when things started to reopen, you mm -hmm. saw those stickers there for like the next two years. <laughs> you had like a stick giving massages from a distance, poking yes. it <laughs> back. Oh, and man. they were even um, recommending like you could do a, a a Zoom massage. Like you could call me up and like lay in your bed and I'll massage you through Zoom. Like touch yourself on your arm. And if that feels good, just keep doing that. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to watch people in their bedroom just like I'm ready for my massage. So how long have you had your uh, private masseuse business open? Yeah. So I started that in 2018 when we launched our podcast because hand in I hand. Needed, All right. Yeah. I needed to take something off my plate and the commute an hour one way for a job five days a week adds up. So I figured, let me just jump ship now and kind of you know take some time off of my my full time hours and pick up. So kind of, you know, side hustled a little bit. Did my private practice and I would edit in between like private clients and then I would still go work my like main mm -hmm. income job. Well, now you are the podcast editor. You've been doing this, helping all of these people all around the world. Very impressed by what you're accomplishing. What is your favorite part of podcasting? Yeah, I would definitely say the connections. You know, I've met some really extraordinary people and there's so much noise right now with social media and events and having this opportunity to even just sit here with you right now and get to learn from you and get to connect. It's like those seeds are planting and the cultivated relationships that come from podcasting. It's cool to see year over year, how many new friends I'm making. And exactly. while, you know, yeah, we have conferences that we know we're going to annually run into each other. You, you had made the comment about you know, PodFest. It might be something that is for more of a beginner crowd, the relationships that you want to come back to and see again, stick and even though you might outgrow some of the classes you still enjoy going to the you know how the moon mopod event every year you still enjoy going to the influencer night and yes. i think it's because of those things as the conference continues to evolve you still keep those relationships i think we have to shout out chris kermitzos he is the founder of podfest tampa entrepreneur here in tampa i've seen his come up from tampa bay business journal podfest i mean this is i think it was last year it was the ninth year so um even though, it, again, PodFest, for everyone who doesn't know what that is, it is the one and only podcast convention as far as I know. I think it's definitely the biggest, definitely the longest running. And next year will be 10 years. So I'm going to give him a plug right now and everyone out there to put that on your calendars. Go to PodFest Expo online. And I'm sure there's some kind of deal he's giving in advance. I know he was offering all of the playbacks combined with the ticket for free. Chris is a great guy. He's a hustler. And he is also someone else. We can learn a lot from. We've learned a little bit about both businesses here. Is there anything else you'd like to share about either of them? Absolutely not. I just, you know, I'm just so grateful to be here podcasting. Like I can't talk enough about it. Like it is great. And, you know, PodFest, they also have a global virtual conference. So I can plug that too. It's yeah. a great learning tool. And podcasters are a very unique breed. And most industries you'll see like there's some competitiveness, right? You know, people want to be the best of the best. And while that might be true in podcasting, the relationships are such so much more genuine. People want to help each other out. They Agreed. want to collaborate. 
Agreed. they want to connect and they want to help each other. And, and I love that. So if you're on the fence about if podcasting is for you, or you think that um, podcasting is something that is too heavily saturated, I just want to you know remind you that there are people like us that are looking for people like you. And we, we want to just connect and grow. Anyone out there, the best way to grow anything you're doing is to cross promote or not the best, one of the best. Let me, let me catch myself. I, there are many great ways, but Right now, Julie is getting in front of an audience that she has no existing relations with. I'm getting in front of an uh, audience that I don't have any existing relations with. And you never know which one person is going to change your life. If you heard my solo episode on this show, I used to ask a question to provide a quote. And mine is it only takes one, takes one conversation, one networking event, one person to change your life. You never know who might be listening to this show, who is a school counselor or a school principal on Julie's end and I'm a school author and then we could connect. You never know who is looking for podcasting services on my end, knows how to start a podcast, doesn't know how to edit it. This is why we have Julie here. Be sure to scroll down in the show description to find out how to get in touch with her and learn all about her experiences online. But before we head into this week's spotlight story, again, we're going to be talking about the basics of podcasting and how we can grow your business. I want to ask you for some advice, Julie, to help out all of our fellow entrepreneurs out there. What are some of the more challenging areas of being on your own? Yeah, I mean, for example, you know, podcasting is not just hitting record and being out in the ether. I think there's a major misconception around how much is involved in the vaccines and even just the processes and the steps that are going on before, during and after a podcast is actually planning to be going right. Like if you have one show, you have this consistent thing, theme of just having to show up. But what does showing up look like, right? Because you could catch a cold and have no voice. And if you didn't plan ahead and batch record, you're SOL. Or if you haven't given enough thought to maybe I have old content that I can reproduce or repurpose in other ways, you might be spreading yourself more thin than you realize. Um, pod baiting, I think, is something that doesn't get talked about enough. A lot of people have the misconception that there are way too many podcasts out there. I don't want to start a podcast because everyone has a podcast. But they failed to recognize that a lot of podcasts don't make it beyond 10 episodes. I've heard that stat, too. I guess we went to the same festival. <laughs> oh, <podcast>. man. <laughs> Look at that, everyone. And it's true. I mean, we were talking behind the scenes a bit. We'll give like a rough outline here. Networking to find the guest, prepping the guest, recording the guest, editing the guest, uploading the guest, marketing the guest, following up with the guest. I mean, I'm probably missing some there, too. But that's promoting the guest. That's seven steps for one episode. And if you have a life, let alone another job, it does make it challenging. But I challenge everyone out there to start your podcast. We all have a story to share, a message to share. You have a skill set that other people don't have. Get out there, share your story. You never know who's tuning in. Now, as far as the entrepreneurship side with your business, your massage business, what are some of the more challenging parts of doing that opposed to having working for someone else like you did in the past? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's different in the sense that all the money is my money. Um, I have rent and I have to take care of that. Uh, there's taxes are not taken off. I don't get PTO like things, things that, you know, normal employees would would honor and be excited about. I'm just kind of here for let me just block out my day because I'm not going to be there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the nine to five, you get your PTO, you get no more PTO and you get the option to work 80 hours a week. Often a lot of them unpaid. You get that great luxury, but you do it for the freedom, the ability to, if you need to take off tomorrow, you're not getting fired. Right. 
I had um, my second daughter in 2021 and <laughs> um, I had a C-section and the thought of taking like maternity leave off was very different and yeah. compared to like corporate. And I was very excited and eager to get back. I think it was two weeks after um, we had my daughter that I was like picking up some hours and just kind of getting back in the groove because I knew I needed to kind of have the structure back in place for me to really get going because I'm so business focused and I don't want my business, to, my business are my babies too. <laughs> I love it. My business is certainly my baby. I think um, after eight years of uh, full-time entrepreneurship, I just finished the finishing touches on book six and seven. I think I'm putting a uh, pause on entrepreneurship a little bit. I'm trying to get more involved with the hospital, more involved with the kids. I need to right now grow my message with them a little bit. So everyone stay tuned for some exciting news on that but before that we've got this spotlight story coming up and after that spotlight story we're going to figure out which entrepreneur julie is going to sit down with throughout history and i'm excited for this as i know julie personally and there's always a different answer every episode but let's dive right into this podcasts are becoming more and more popular and not everyone knows who they are this article explains the basics of podcasts that can be used to grow your business and your brand, and then we're going to get her take on it. A podcast is an episodic series of audio files containing music, interviews, or other sounds that you can download to your computer or a mobile device. Podcasts are a great way to provide content as we message and drive traffic to not only your website, all of your endeavors. Let's hop into some juice. Why podcasting can be a gro great growth strategy, excuse me, for your business. They've been a while and for a while now, podcasts, but their popularity has just been steadily growing over the last five years or so. Podcasts are an effective means of communication. Right now, we're communicating Tampa to Indiana. Podcasts are not only a great way to engage your audience, but they help you reach new ones. I think we touched on that already. We're attacking new markets, helping each other grow our brands. Build trust through podcasting. Podcasts are a great way to build trust with your customers because they allow you to share their expertise and knowledge. Podcasts can also help you get feedback from your audience and show that you care about their needs. Your audience grows more comfortable with you with every episode that releases, and I think that's true. I can also relate to many podcasters, and I can't wait to get your take on this. If I tune into my first few shows, it makes me cringe. I'm like, oh, that is so bad. I'm sounding like a robot. But like anything else, practice, you get better. Practice, you improve, and practice and putting yourself out there leads you to great guests like Julie. I wouldn't have had a great guest like Julie in the beginning, but here she is, someone from Indiana all the way to Tampa. How to record your podcast easily and professionally. The first step is to find the right recording software for your needs. There are many types of software out there, but some software include Audacity, GarageBand, and Adobe Edition CC. As a solopreneur, on a solopreneur budget, when I started, I used GarageBand. It came on my computer. I had to teach myself the basics and something that worked for me. I got on the phone with Apple, their customer service. I say, I don't know how to use your program. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. Teach me. Everyone out there, there are resources in front of you. Don't be afraid to use them. Now we're talking about how to get feedback and promote your show after the first episode. The first episode is the hardest to get listeners. That's why it's the most important to promote the show and after publishing your episode. Some of the places that promote your show include your social media channels, your mailing lists, podcast directories and directories for other formats. I think social media is in a digital age, something I'm trying to improve on because I stink, but I'm doing my best mailing list. I think this is great. I don't do as many newsletters as I like, but on my mailing list in the newsletter, I have a catch up 
uh, for all my podcasts, the latest show and the podcast directories. This is something I'm going to have Julie touch on when I bring her back. Now, I uh, use Buzzsprout for my directory and you're able to list your podcast on Buzzsprout under each uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Let's talk about what we just read, Julie. Any more advice you can offer as a podcasting guru? Yeah, I think that, you know, for sure, I agree that your beginning episodes are not going to be very good. Don't be so critical of yourself. Um, I remember, you know, doing many interviews where I forgot to tell people to actually talk into the microphone because this is back in the day when we had studios where we consistently recorded in and, um, you know, guests, <laughs> teaching your guests to be able to speak into a microphone is a really helpful tip because if they don't know how to use their equipment and they're not even using equipment, then your interview could be trash you know and i've had plenty of interviews that i would throw away because the audio wasn't good <laughs> another thing is the software um i use audacity so kind of like GarageBand, it's also free i think it's a great great program to use if you're looking to learn and you don't want to contact apple youtube's another great free um, resource that you could take advantage of to learn how to edit and i also use descript i really like descript for um, removing you know things like filler words and transcriptions you know if you're not transcribing your podcast i don't even know why you're why you're not trying to do that more because you already took the time to record it. So having transcript there so that you can pull any content from or repurpose into other things is a really helpful thing to, to do with your show. That's a great piece of advice. It is not easy, but it's worth it. I promise I, as tiring as it gets to do all these steps, there's no joy like putting out the episode, <laughs> sitting down face to face with somebody saying, Hey, how can we help each other grow? It's just something that you can't take for granted in many industries. That is not the case, like she said. But podcasting, I, I don't really know who would be at the top of the hill in podcasting. I don't think it really works like that. I think that when you go to an event like PodFest, for example, and you see thousands of podcasters, everyone's so quick to hand out their business card to learn about your podcast. Oh, I might have a great guest for you. Oh, I might have a great guest for you. Coincidentally, that's what happened with me and Julie right behind the scenes before we started today. Exactly, exactly. And when it comes to getting those uh, initial listeners, I really recommend having a launch day guide. And if you're interested, you know, I can send Vincent some information. I got a free little launch day guide checklist that people can check out the blog I wrote mm -hmm. really kind of gives you some um, helpful ideas around, you know, getting people excited about your podcast launch. You've worked too hard to to yeah. not have a successful first episode. You know, there's no reason to think that people don't want to listen because it's your first show. You've got plenty of people out there that are interested. They just got to know about you. Exactly. Put yourself out there. Good things will come. But before we let Julie go, it is time for my favorite question. And, you know, podcasting, these talking points have changed over time. This used to be at the beginning, but I love ending it with this this question. Which entrepreneur, dead or alive, would you choose to sit down with and learn from? Brendan Burchard. I would Let's say talk about it. High performance habits, you know, really kind of catapulted my whole interest in podcasting and my desire to really work on personal development. I think that knowing that the best is yet to come and understanding that we can always grow and do better is really a cool, cool thing to know and understand and that we're all just trying to figure it out and we're all trying to be better. And I like that. And the message around, you know, taking your stories and taking your pains and taking those challenges and really harnessing that message and really understanding how you can help people to reach more people is a great purpose to have. I love it. It's always about making a difference, keeping others um, in the loop. What you're doing is always a good thing because people want to help. I've learned that people may not be in the position to buy something, but they may be in the position to offer you some advice, offer you some help. 
Take it a step further, Julie. Where is that meeting going down if you could pick the location too? Oh my, where would that go? I think it'd be a coffee shop, some kind of trendy coffee shop with pretty coffee cups that don't give you refills. <laughs> that don't give you refills. Isn't that the world we live in? If you want something twice, you're paying twice in a lot of cases. But thank you so much, Julie, for taking the time to join me all the way out in Indiana. It's great to connect with you. Can you please plug your website? your Instagram, your social, any ways for our listeners to say hello. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at the business podcast editor.com search uh, Julie Deem on Instagram. That's usually the main place that I'm checked out and messaging people. So I'd love to talk to you. Send me a message. I got a coffee chat link. I can send you over. If you want to hit me up for 15 minutes, coffee on zoom, we can love it. You can pay for your own coffee and we can sit virtually and chat. Uh, podcast, where can we find that? Oh, um, United States of Women, you can find it anywhere. Spotify, Apple, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, we're there. We're out there weekly, new episodes every Wednesday. Give me a quick uh, couple of sentences on what the podcast is about. We should have done this a lot earlier, but <laughs> we, had so, we had such a great conversation. It just went off the hook. Yeah, it's a personal development leadership podcast geared towards women and specifically women who are looking to take the next step in their life. We share women's uh, stories around how they stepped into their power and then into their purpose and the plan for their their future and going forward. Well, I love everything you're doing. I love how you're empowering women nationwide. I have someone to connect you with after this episode now I just thought of. But while we're on the air, I have to thank everybody so much for tuning in. I am at that entrepreneur show at Vincent A. Lancy on Instagram. On that account, everything is on one account now. It's just too much work for me to stay accountable. But on every other network, be sure to follow that entrepreneur show. I have scheduled episode after episode. That way I, I have something for everyone. But until then, I am signing off from Tampa to Indiana. Julie, I had a great time seeing you again. Thank you so much. Thank you.